Hello and welcome to another episode of NASCAST. We are a podcast about science, technology and mostly simulation. We are now in the episode number 8 or number 9, I don't, I don't recall. But, well, this new episode we will bring you uh, new adventures and, well, we have a surprise to you. This week we have uh, our guest, our first guest in, in English. Previously, in, in the Spanish versions, we had uh, Jorge Gordillo, which we talk, talk about uh, flight simulators. But now, we have a um, uh, girl with us. Uh, please present you, Sara. Hello. <laughs> well, with us is Sara Coutinho, and well, we will talk um, about our guest later. And well... We have our host, normally host. Please you present. Here's Asael. Hi, hi. <laughs> and well, that was Sergio and me, Elam Losa. Well, starting with the, with the introduction of the podcast. Uh, well, what was, how was your week, Sarah? really good a lot of work yep uh, what news do you have to us okay uh, the news for this week it's about a contest uh, that has been released by NASA it's for people between 10 and 18 years old and they need to write an essay when they explain uh, their opinion about three observations of the planet Saturn and two of its moons, Titan and Encelado. And the purpose of this essay is that this, uh, the, 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 the guys that plan to, to apply, it's uh, for them to use their, their imagination and to explain how they imagine uh, this system works. 
and there will be five uh, works chosen as chosen as winners, and the prize is a T-shirt and a medal from NASA. And you have until June the twenty-third to to apply for this contest. Uh, June twenty-third, the next Saturday. No, the next uh, Friday. Yeah. Next. Yeah, this Friday. This Friday. Oh, it's very near. <laughs> and well, this uh, this contest will be only available in Mexico or in other country. Uh, I think it's only for Mexican people. Okay. So good. Let's let's try it. So we'll continue with the with our weeks. Um, um, Asael, how was your week? Well, um, as you may know, this week is about the uh, uh, the Paris Air Show, and in this week, the the great news is the, about the improvement of A380. Uh, there are two main improvements. The first one is a, a redesign of the, the cabin. Uh, now you can fit 80 passengers more. So it's everything was redesigned and it looks beautiful, at least in mock-up. And the last one is about aerody aerodynamic efficiency. Now you can less, yeah. Now you can uh, burn less fuel and more pe more performance, more range, more payload. You know, but it will not be released to 2020. So we we will have to wait a little bit more. Yeah, that was my week. Okay. Um... Now the that kind of winglets it has been announced, or or is still in in a secret. No, they they announced the, these improvements. They show already the the airplane with the new winglets. Uh, there now there are a lot of public uh, photographs, so you can go to to Google and, and look at the new, this new redesign. They look good. They look really good. <laughs> yeah, it's quite interesting um, design because it's like the normal winglet that goes up, but there is another part that goes down. Yeah, yeah, they are. They look beautiful, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I was reading about the the efficiency. They can save like four percent. I mean, four percent is not too much, but when we are talking about um, tons of fuel, it's a lot of it's a lot of room that you can use for another purpose. Or yeah, basically that. Well, for a for a ton is like. For how much is a ton? One hundred kilograms. One hundred kilograms. So no, one thousand kilograms. Ah, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, one thousand yeah. kilograms. So forty, so, forty kilograms. 
Yep. Per ton. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, yeah. Um, this is quite interesting. Um, well, continue with our weeks. How was your week, Sergio? Well, my, in my week, I uh, read a notice about a uh, new transport in China. That is a new no pollution uh, train that runs in a railway. That means uh, with the tracks. So this transit system uses uh, rubber wheels on a plastic core and has a new technology which the train can be automatically uh, automatically without rails following a wet line. Yeah, well, according to the reports, the new train is set to cost around the $63 million. And also it's, it's said to have a lifespan around uh, 25 years. The field cars is just over 100 feet in long, with a maximum passenger load of 307 people. And it has a top speed of 70 kilometers per hour so maybe we can see this train in the next year in China yeah uh, well I've seen that this train is is based on a line follower do you know that if there is an, an special requirement for this kind of line is a special line, um, paint or Must be a normal line or must be a dotted line, continuous line. Well, talking about the lines, it's just a normal white line. This doesn't have another uh, special requirement. But uh, characteristics about this train is that it's be able to uh, go through uh, a narrow space that a common train have, has not the. Yeah, hmm. That's interesting. So, well, um, continue with my week. Uh, this week I bring you the one news that was like I was reading, but I lost the news specifically that that, that was that I read. But now I found a HPC challenge that was in 2016 and well this challenge was specifically to the best performance and most productivity for best performance well we have the teraflops which, which are the processing speed but also for most productivity what is interesting is it's about the kernels uh, it it mentioned that at most two kernels may be selected that are not currently in HPC challenge. So well, that means that you have to improve improve your your kernels. So, for example, mm, most productivity you you must do about the implementation of the codes, uh, also performance achieved. Uh, how many co lines code, for example, also the actual source code on of the implementation. Well, that's what mm, you need to see. But also, what I've seen the, about this HPC challenge is that almost every two years it's being 
it's being done. For example, I have no, uh, I have news about 2014, and then it goes to 2000, 2016. But well, the the recent news that I've read was. Uh, another challenge for any any person who wants to achieve a better performance or better implementation for the industry and well the price was about three million dollars and well the, the news mentioned that well also for the industries for example uh, it said that Ford has a challenge about the improve of the ignition in his engines and well that was the previous challenge and now we have to wait to see what the industry is bringing to us and well that that was my week uh, continuing the, with the quote of the week what quote do you do you bring us to us yeah the quote of the week is astronomy as nothing else can do teach teaches men humility humility yeah so what do you think about it mm, I don't know <laughs> our guest what do you think I think it's true mm, yeah it's it's quietly the universe well, in, in opinion, I think the universe has the, all the answers about the, uh, the life. Maybe you can uh, find out another answer that you can be able to uh, search in the Earth. Maybe, like physics lovers. Or another thing. Mm. And what do you think, Azel? Yeah, and, and also, if we we can watch another planet we feel really 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 small we are not just like we are just like in a gigantic room in a huge room <laughs> yeah we are a small grain of sand in the in the vast universe but well, well. I think that's all for the parts of the introduction. Let's go to the topic of the week. Now we are in the topic of the week. Uh, 
as you heard in the, in the introductions, we have our guest, which is Sara. And well, now this is the part of the interview. Um, what can you tell us uh, about you, Sara? Hello. Well, um, I'm from Chiapas, from Tuxla Gutierrez. Uh, all my education from elementary school until college has been there in Chiapas. I did my major in physics in the University of Chiapas. When I finished the major, I uh, started my master, my, yeah, my master in astrophysics in the Instituto Nacional de Astrofísica Optica Electrónica. And I finished the master in 2014 and Now I'm in the third year of my PhD, also in astrophysics, in the same place. Okay. Well, you mentioned that you have studied your your um, bachelor degree in Chiapas. Uh, well, I'm I, I'm a little bit curious because, well, as we know in Mexico, one of the most representative schools are. Arunam, but why you have studied in Chiapas? Okay, at the beginning I was uh, sure that I was going to do uh, my major in a uh, university outside Chiapas because the, uh, the major didn't exist back there. So, like, one year before finishing the, the high school, I went to a uh, astrophysics uh, talk in a museum and there I met the director of the of the or the coordinator of the uh, of the major so I found out that the physics and the physics and mathematics major were new in Chiapas and one of the things that I like the most is that all of the professors had a uh, PhD degree so I was really sure that the, the quality and the level of that uh, in, at that time was really good and it was so I decided to stay at home and just finish the, the, the major there so I could leave um, to another place when I finished That's good. How did you start getting interested in astrophysics? Um, this was when I was a uh, I was around 10 years old. And I was very fascinated about the idea to understand how the universe works. And all the process, all the physical process that uh, gave origin to to our planet and ourselves. Uh, I think that as human beings, we have always been asking, uh, why are we here? How is that we are here? So I think that astrophysics is one of the, it's one of the ways to know that answers. Uh, so that's how I I started to, to get interested into the, into the universe. 
just by 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 curious and wondering. <laughs> well, and, um, after all this time, uh, did you found your answers? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, something that I, I've learned is that it's not like a, a unique, true answer. And, but I think that I understand how the universe works better than I used to understand when I was younger. So I think it's a big progress. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Sarah, well, what do you do in astrophysics? I mean, uh, what is your line of, reach, of research about? Okay, uh, right now I'm in the extragalactic uh, area in high energies. I work with two galaxies named uh, Mercarian 421 and Mercarian 501, being detected by the Gamma Ray Observatory Hawk, which, uh, which is located in Puebla. Um, I also work with a quantity, a cosmological quantity called extragalactic background light, the EVL. And this EVL, it's all the light that has been emitted by galaxies since uh, they exist. <laughs> the intensity of this light and its spectral shape give us information about how the galaxies have been evolving through the cosmic history and these two galaxies that I am studying now they emit photons uh, very high energy photons that are gamma rays and these ones interact with uh, low energy photons from the EVL so as we know how this interaction works I can constrain the intensity of the EVL and <clears throat> Well, basically, that's that's what I do. I study two galaxies. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. Also, um, I was wondering how far are these galaxies? Very far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have the the answer, as in the versions, in the Spanish version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay, but well, uh, but um, oh, I, I forgot the question. But well, you you mentioned that you are studying these two galaxies, and well, particularly you're studying high current energies. Mm, but how? My question is, how can you measure? the energy okay um, the, well, there are different techniques uh, this observatory it's both there are two ways one is having a, uh, an observatory in, outside in the space like the Fermi satellite <laughs> and um Another way is having a telescope or a, an observatory in Earth. The way Hawk works, it's uh, we have a, a high-energy photon, and when it interacts with the particles in the atmosphere, 
it creates a we call it electromagnetic cascade or air shower that contain, contains millions of of charged particles. So these charged particles uh, travels uh, to the way to the to the ground, and sometimes these particles travels that fast that can't uh, that can that can have a, a greater velocity than the light in a different medium than the vacuum, the, the vacuum, sorry. So we know that anything travels faster than the light, but in the vacuum. But in a different medium, like water, uh, you can have uh, different, uh, uh, in this case, particles that in that medium travels faster than the light. So this observatory is uh, comprised, well, it's, it's made of 300 uh, water detectors. So when these particles uh, interact with the water and in the water, they travel faster than the light in the water. <laughs> they emit that radiation called Cherenkov uh, of radiation. And that's what we detect. So uh, we have some algorithms that let us know construct the, the, the shower and we can know the direction and the energy of that uh, of that high energy photon. I don't know if I was kind of clear or not. <laughs> yes, um, if I understood well, uh, this, kind, this type of water is a special kind that is the heavy water? Uh, it's pure water. It's pure water. Oh. Yeah, it's H2O. Hmm. Oh, well. Could you please tell us about the event's name, Terra? Uh, Sorry? Oh, yes. Well, regarding a, a little bit uh, why why you are our guest is that we have promoted um, a, an event that is, that will be that will be happening here in Mexico in the in the next August. And well, this is the astronomy reunion of students and well or rare in Spanish and well what is the rare of this event okay the astronomy students reunion or as you said rare in, in Spanish is a congress that is organized by students and it's uh, for students um came up as a need that the students, well, graduate students in astronomy had a, a professional space where we could share uh, the work that we are doing in order to, to create professional bounds and have some um, scientific back, uh, feedback. So it began in 2012. Uh, with students at the Astronomy Institute at UNAM and in the National uh, Polytechnic <laughs> Institute. The first REA had around uh, 30 students. The next year, in 2013, it was in, in at Puebla, in Inaue, the place where I studied. And in that In the second rare, we have around 60 uh, students. 
The third edition of, of this congress was in uh, Guanajuato in the astronomy department of the University of Guanajuato. We had around uh, 80, 80 people sharing their works and it was the first time that we have uh, a college uh, students that were interested in, in astronomy. And we started doing some uh, like public uh, talks, scientific public talks. And the next year, uh, two years ago, it was again in Puebla, Dinaue. And at that time, we have uh, one, 150 people in the Congress. And we have around 111 works shared that year. And that, well, in that area, we also, we even have a person from Guatemala. And last year, in the fifth area, uh, we have we have it uh, in Morelia, in the Radio Astronomy and Astrophysics Institute. And we have like 100 uh, people and like 80 uh, uh, works presented. And there is, during these five years, the, this Congress has helped us as a young community so we can uh, create these this special bonds between us. And so we hope that we can keep uh, doing this Congress for a very long time. Okay. Sergio, you had another question? Yeah. Uh, have, you, have you attended the Royal in the past? Yeah, the first one that I went was in 2013. It was the second Royal. And um, since then, I, I got really interested. So in the... In the fourth Royal... Two years ago, I was part of the scientific uh, organizer committee, and also this year for the sixth rea, I'm also part of that committee. So, how do, did you get involved in this event? How? Okay. Uh, well, I believe that. These kind of events are part of the of our professional growth. In this case, for scientists, so it's in these spaces in the congresses in the congress where you can share your work, you can uh, have uh, exchange of ideas, and you can, in general, a. a make the, the knowledge uh, bigger. So it's also through these events that you can uh, increase the number of collaborators. So when I first went to the to a FREA, I understood the potential that it has. So I wanted to be part of that so I could, um, so I could give um, like a quality, Quality, uh, how can I say it? <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to, to, to make it better. 
so because I know that these events are are important for my professional growth. Your own skills. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just to point out really well, the, what are the objectives of RIA? Okay. Um, the first one is to give to the students the space to present and defend the works that they are doing, like the, the master or PhD thesis, uh, promoting the uh, idea exchange and the future collaborations. Also to uh, link the students between different universities or institutions uh, in Mexico, and um, to uh, to invite uh, college students interested in astronomy to make a, a master, a PhD, uh, to to get that degree in astrophysics. And this year we are looking to to make the society in general to be interested in the work that a scientist uh, do here in Mexico, why it's important uh, our work. And of course that we can get um, like more money from <clears throat> from the the government like an investment for for science and technology in our country. Yeah, you touch um, a great um, point, which is um, have a little bit more of investment investment from the politicians or well, for the, from politics. Uh, Some days ago, I read the news about um, Cedric Villani, which was invited to participate in the as a part of the Congress for Macron, President Macron in France. And well, one of the topics that was that Cedric Villani was uh, working was in the increased investment investment for mathematics. So. One way to achieve this this goal was to was to think a little bit different from what a mathematician does. For example, uh, they are great or really really great to abstract their thoughts and express in an equation. But when you are talking to uh, another people, only if this um very dedicated mathematician or even if he if that that audience is studying the same phenomena or the same thing as the presenter will understand or will fully understand the presentation but what said Cedric Villani about this well we have to do it in a certain way that we will attract people who don't who didn't study this kind of topics so I don't know if it's also this kind of objectives that you are pursuing it for on the RIA 
yes, of course, is that uh, we can all, uh, well, our, our wish is that uh, the society could also appeal for us that not only scientists are uh, asking for, in this case, for more money. It's not only us. We need that uh, the society also join or, or, or like or fight. I don't like that word, but <laughs> uh, so we can all we we can the society can be uh, aware of the importance of the scientific work. So we all together can ask for more money. Yeah. Well, regarding the rare, uh, is there another event like this? Uh, I know that in some countries in Europe there are uh, events like like rare, but in Mexico there is not. Uh, rare is organized by students and it's only for students. So as far as I know, there is no other event like this one. And we have been doing it for for uh, for six years this year. <laughs> so I think uh, uh, we have been growing. So we hope to, to have this for very long and more time. Right. So um, what kind of activities are you going to do in, in this reunion? Uh, the, the main activity is uh, to share our work Uh, in an oral presentation and uh, this activity takes three days in this case it's Thursday Friday and Saturday and we have and we have a, like a, a special a talk where we invite a, a, a researcher and this year we will have a like a workshop for a rare person. Okay. Well, also um, regarding the the this this rare. Uh, well, you also want a way to support you from to do this kind of event. So, how can we help to you to To achieve these goals. Okay, um, this year's well, the, this year we haven't had the all the support from the uh, local university as uh, the past years. So in this case, we need money to pay the hotel. And the food for almost, uh, for around 100 students that are attending uh, the reunion this year. So we decided to start a, a campaign where we are asking for, for money. Uh, we have this campaign in donadora.mx. So you can uh, go to that webpage click where it says uh, support a, a campaign then go to the education you will find 
project that it's a sixth re, uh, reunion de estudiantes de astronomía. You can click in the button that says uh, donar. Well, this page is in Spanish. That's why all the options are in Spanish. And uh, you will choose the amount of money that you would like to give us. You can give us since one peso to one million. <laughs> it's okay and everything. Uh, it's really good uh, welcome. So after you select the, the amount of money you want to to the project, uh, you need to uh, to make to create an account. You can do it through Facebook or just email. And then you select the way you want to, to make the, the payment. You can do it with uh, credit card, PayPal. Uh, you can also do it in cash. And um, then you click in the button that says uh, pagar, which is pay. <laughs> And if you choose the, uh, the cash way to pay it, you will get in your email uh, the to go so you can go to convenience stores and do the your your payment so in that way you will be part of the creation of the six prayer also previously you have launched an, an special invitation to To participate in a in a lottery to win an an telescope, is it, that's right. Is it still available this this lottery? Yes, um, the telescopes it's at the UNAM in Mexico City, and it's a really good telescope that you can use to to observe uh, the planets, some nebula the moon and uh, we are selling uh, the tickets for the lottery and they cost 50 pesos and you can uh, ask for the, the instructions in our fan, uh, fan page in Facebook that it's a reunión de estudiantes de astronomía so uh, first like it <laughs> And then send us a, a message and we can give you uh, detailed information how can you buy a, a ticket for the lottery. The, on July the 7th, we will have, we will know the, the winner. Okay. Can we sign up to participate in the Royal yet? Or, or not? <laughs> No, the to participate, no. Uh, but you are very welcome to, to go. It will be at the University of Yucatan in Mérida. And it will be in August from the 10th to the 13th. And, well, you can go and stay in all the talks. Uh, you can uh, talk with all the students there. And but to participate as a, uh, if you want to present at work, we we already closed the, the that option. Okay, maybe we can go see a little bit of the presentation, 
Go to the <laughs> go to the go to the beach, return. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, a little bit. Yeah. Another question is what future plans does the Rea have? I mean the vision Okay, uh, every year we have a special session that it's like, I don't know if it's the correct translation of round table, but it's a, a mesa redonda, it's a, 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 a place where it's a space where all the participants uh, share their opinion about how that year was the organization. So the next year we can improve all the uh, In all senses. So, a few plans uh, or long-term plans. I think we we need to uh, grow in uh, in as function of our needs. And of course, when we we wish we can grow as far as we can and extend the rea to to the rest of Latin America. Okay. So, well, I don't know if you if you guys have another question or No, just is there a link and we be watch the stream about the Rea or a fan page? Yeah, uh, it's in the Facebook fan page Reunión de Estudiantes de Astronomía and also in Twitter we have an account that it's Rea MX so you can uh, follow us and uh, be in contact with the event in the in those days another would be maybe it's too obvious but are you presenting your work in Rea? yes I Yeah, it's my uh, PhD thesis work that I am doing now. Uh, what I told you about the these two galaxies is what I will talk about. Okay. Cool. So, well, I don't know. Uh, do you have any comments? No. No. No here. So, well, I, I think we can go to the last part of the podcast.
we are back uh, but before we go to the to the last part uh, we say to you that we have some services about uh, translation of of some text uh, in Russian Spanish and English so if you have one of the or one of texts that you want to translate to the other language well we can help you to to do that uh, also well we have some services we only offer offer for Spanish version but well if you have some doubts about regarding CAE or of if you have some piece to be improved well you can contact us and well you can find us in our social networks in Facebook we are as NAS a simulation NAS so also if you have some questions for the next podcast well you can leave it in, in our Facebook or in our web page which is nasimulation.blogspot.com.mx also if uh, you want to contact us for any reason um, for example some CA improvements or, or for a DAF or on a special course you can send us an email to uh, connection.nas uh, at gmail.com so well going to the last part Uh, we have some recommendations uh, from our from the participants and well what recommendation do you have to us Sarah okay I will uh, recommend you a web page that it's uh, named astrobytes.org and well astrobyte is a daily astrophysical uh, journal that it's written by graduate students in astronomy since since 2010 and their main goal is to present one paper per day in a brief format that is accessible to undergraduate students in the physical science that are interested in, in astronomy. So you can find different topics uh, related with astronomy like protoplanetary Uh, disk, uh, instrumentation, theories, stars, cosmology, the solar system, exoplanets, galaxies, simulations, black holes, supernova, uh, stellar evolution, radio astronomy. So there are a lot of different topics and you can find a different uh, scientific paper every day explained in an accessible way. So... Uh, Go and visit that page. Okay. Uh, well, um, Sergio, what recommendation do you have? Well, uh, I would like to recommend a YouTube channel called Jeff Quitney. This channel has a lot of documents and training films about American history uh, around uh, 40s to 70s. Uh, These videos are regulated with improved, like reducing audio noises and aspect ratio. So this channel is recommended for all people who are interested in, in how American people live in that age. That's my recommendation. Okay. Nasel? Um, mm, this time I'm going to recommend a movie. And it's called Intelligent Life. It's about um, getting sample for Mar from Mars about life, the soil, I mean. 
and it's about monsters, cool stuff. I like that. So that's my recommendation. Okay. What about you, Alan? Uh, this week I will recommend um, something um, a little bit more common, if you call it like that. I recommend you go to go to the to the cinema and watch Course 3. I think it's a good uh, good history um, about this new adventure of Lightning McQueen. And well, please uh, check it out. Um, I will recommend to everybody who likes the the child movies. Um, if you don't like that kind of movies, well, I don't recommend you. But well, if you have ground with some Pixar anim animations, well, it's highly recommend. So well, you wanna cry? <laughs> <laughs> Do you wanna what? If you know when I cry for a moment, could <laughs> uh, <cool to> be. <laughs> it's 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 a good movie, but well. Uh, Thank you, Sarah, for coming with us this episode of the podcast. Thank you to having me. And well, uh, uh, I hope that we can uh, collaborate a little in a further episodes, if you like. <laughs> yes, of course, anytime. Okay, so well, uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, Thanks, Asael. Thanks, Sergio, for being here. Uh, we will see you in the next episode. See ya. Sign off. Bye.